What up? I'm Aaron Adams. And I'm Andrew Vasloff. And this is the Musings of Men podcast. The podcast devoted to spreading stoke. All about procuring deep conversations. And providing our personal insight into life, love, and everything in between. Ooh, plant me in the ground and call me a tree. This is Aaron Adams coming in with the Musings of Men podcast. I'm here with my amigo Andy. What up? Not a whole lot there. What's going on? Not a whole lot over here either. Um, it's a slow Tuesday. How's your day going, bro? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, got lunch a little while ago, and now I'm just getting all my work done and chilling. Radical. I'm excited Radical. to finally be like in the kind of closing stages of the school year and anxious to kind of get home and do my thing. Dude, me too. I got like two and a half weeks, so it'll be good. But um, or two weeks. Got, yeah, I've got like just over three weeks. Nice. About three weeks. I got to figure out what my last exam is. But. Good deal. Yeah, it'll be um, it'll be good for sure. Yeah. So we're stoked on that. But yeah, I got a test in like an hour. It's gonna be a bummer. Ugh. What all the pause? It's for geology, so geology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. It's Tuesday, or rather, you're hearing this on maybe you're hearing on this Tuesday. on Wednesday or whenever. But yeah. what is the topic this week? What, what are we doing? All right, we're doing. We're judging if these quote unquote real Reddit stories are legit or not. This is going to be Basically, fire. we're just going to go through a few of them and just kind of give the gist of them and like point out like the really ridiculous parts of it and then see if it's true or not. Right on. So, All right. What, um, what subreddits did you uh, take yours off of? Oh, let's see. I scoured the web and one, the, this is the one that I decided to go off of. It was, um, what's your true life story that nobody will believe? Oh, I've seen a video on that one. Yeah. Yeah, there's some good ones. There's some beefy ones. Yeah. What Um, what did you go on? uh, I went off of like off my chest. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, like. Yeah, it's uh, it's no bueno. (laughs) Do you want to go first? (laughs) Yeah, I can go first. I I found uh, this one not too long ago. It's called, I hate my grandmother. I wish her the absolute worst things in the world. (laughs) Whoa. So let's see the angsty, uh, angsty subject matter of the, you know, Reddit community. I'll call BS when I hear it. All right. All right. I, female 18, just found out that I was pregnant. I have already made my first appointments on Wednesday. I'm excited. I told my grandma, my guardian, that I was pregnant. She told me that it is time for me to be on my own. Then. My grandma is extremely religious, so the fact that I was having sex before marriage is just horrible to her. She explained to me that it was the same thing she did to my mom when she got pregnant with me to help her grow up. This is true. My mom got emancipated emancipated at 16 and moved in with my dad because of it. She says she'll always love me but can't support decisions like this. She made me change in my bra and had some shorts and then stood there with my papa just staring at me and asking all sorts of uncomfortable questions while I packed what I could fit in my car. She kept yelling at me about everything was ruining my life. I just threw everything away. 
I was a whore now, and now she's giving me the attention that I begged for. I told her that I hated her and that she was a fake and a horrible Christian. I told her that this isn't at all how to treat people and that she should be supporting me right now instead of kicking me out. She told me she's not going to hell for my sins and that I can't, I can hate her all I want, but because she's done with me, we'll make sure to let the whole neighborhood know. Then she told me that since I can try to teach me a lesson, but since I said I can actually leave now. She sent over 20 texts of scriptures telling me how I've crushed her, how I'm ruining my life, how I'll regret this, so many things. I'm completely disgusted with her and the way she acted. She had been extreme before, but she was an entirely different level. I am so fucking angry. Oh, whoa. I th- so, so, like, so it kind of started off like light, because I knew that one actually mm-hmm. probably has some like... That seems true, because yeah. growing up in the South and being around a lot of religious people most of my life, well, my entire life, really, um, it doesn't it doesn't seem too far-fetched yeah. for somebody who is extremely, you know, strong in their convictions uh, yeah. on religion to, if they see things in that way um, for that to happen. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's it's rough. There's no doubt, you know, but it, it and, and yeah, the grandmother should have totally been supporting her. Like that's kind of what she did was the last thing that that poor girl needed, mm-hmm. you know, Oh, it's, yeah. Well, I wish, we wish that person best of luck. We do, we do. Okay. All right, you want to go for one? Yeah, I got one. This one's kind of, uh, kind of whack. Um, so my dad was married two times before my mom. When he was with his second wife, he would travel for work a lot, which I knew. What I didn't know is that one night he came home to find his wife in bed with another man. The plot thickens. Actually walked in on them. He left the room and came back with a gun and shot the man dead and wounded his wife. He turned himself in immediately and was sent to prison. He was sentenced to 10 years in a maximum security prison. In the last year, uh, he was in prison, which was his fourth year. So he got out for good behavior. The judge ruled it as a crime of passion. Uh, he met with the prison minister. The prison minister was my mom. My dad is a murderer. My mom was the minister. I am the product of a conjugal visit. Oh, shit. So do you, uh, do you smell BS in that? I can see that being a little too, like... A it little seems too, almost a little too perfect. It seems like a little too put together. I can definitely like if that was real, like if there was proof that that was real, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's, I, I don't think that's too far fetched either. It's not out of the realm of possibility. No, it seems like a little too well put together. Seems a little unlikely. Just, yeah. just a tad, just a tad unlikely. All right, what you got? The result of a conjugal visit between a murderer and a fucking priest. Oh shit. Well, you know. When worlds collide. Yeah. All right. You want me to go? Go ahead. This is from uh, True Stories Only. My father, the pimp. How I found my father after 40 years through Facebook. Back in 2014, I received a Facebook message from a a guy claiming to be my brother and that we had the same daddy. I wanted to share this true life story, but I don't know how to put this together. So I figured I'll put the conversation in the text message. Through my pain and struggle, meeting my father and the rest of my brothers and sisters was one of the happiest times of my life. I've never felt so loved. 
after the Facebook conversation, my family and I rented a huge house in Orlando with about 10 rooms. And we all stayed in it for a few days. It was, uh, all right, I guess, yeah, that didn't really have anything to it. Okay. That's, yeah. it, that one was a dud. Oh, well. No. It, went, went nowhere fast. Uh, Dude, I washed my hair today, and, like, it became all, like, frizzy or whatever. Oh. Uh, oh, did it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of nuts. Uh, here. See, okay, the, the list I had isn't, like, I'm looking through them, and they're not very good. <laughs> That's all right. Ill prepared. That's okay. Well, you came prepared, but. Yeah. Kind of, but, yeah, I've. Mm-hmm. that's all right i've got a few i you know the one that i looked at the the reddit was pretty pretty good um let's see all right here wait i have i have another one i Go have for another it. one so, Go for okay it. this is called stocking full of shit okay <laughs> about a year ago i was in rehab like any normal kid rehab <laughs> like any normal <laughs> kid what <laughs> One of, the, one of the guys that I was close with decided to go outside and shit in a bowl. As we gathered around, we witnessed pure and genuine art being created. The way this shit plastered out and sprayed was just magnificent. We saw one of the workers. We called him Jumbo. Coming, so we all sped away. The main culprit grabbing the shit in the bow. We made our way inside and scattered across the house. Me and another kid grabbed the stocking and found the shitter. We handed the stocking over and faster than I could comprehend. The shit was already seeping at the bottom of the stocking. A different worker than earlier, who we can call Joe, came over and shrieked at the smell. So I and the kid I was with grabbed the stocking and hung it up on the coat rack by the front door. The worker from the beginning of the story, Jimmy, saw it and was befumbled by the roasted shit being insulated. <laughs> By the stocking. I would say that it's the only thing I can remember from that place. Cheers. <laughs> Dude, it's hilarious. Alright, so do you think that's one's bullshit or do you think that one's like I think it's funny. Yeah. Um I well it's 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 literal shit. I mean, let's see. The the problem with all of these is that they're all like logically possible. Like yeah. you could you could envision them happening. Yeah, but like you don't know if they actually. You don't know. I mean, that one does. Again, it doesn't really seem too far fetched. It's a thing that could. I mean, you know, are there any? Is there anything from your life, like stories that that you have that nobody would believe you? Um, I remember one time I broke my kneecaps on a sledding hill, and the only people that came to our, my rescue were like a bunch of French exchange students. And they couldn't yeah speak, so i couldn't understand them so like they eventually just kind of left me there and i had to like get up on my own that's crazy yeah yeah i've got tons which is why i like filmed everything when i was like younger and would travel and do things because so, no one would believe me so yeah. i was just like here's your proof dude yeah there you go but yeah that's gosh i mean yeah, I don't know. I've done a lot of shit, but back to <laughs> back to Reddit. Um, let's see. So this one's kind of this one's kind of like morbid, but um, so I met a guy online. We emailed uh, and messaged a few times. Good lord, my freaking email thing is. Right. Keep on keeping on. Yeah. Um. So I met a guy online. We uh, 
messaged and whatever. I went out a few times. I liked him, but I wasn't sure about it. Can relate. He called me pretty regularly. Um, and one day, you know, so, so things were going pretty good for these two. You know, it was shaping up to be something. Um, then one day, no calls. That night, I called him and left a message on his phone. No term call. Nothing. I called his work the next day. He hadn't shown up. I called the police who didn't, who, who did like a well person check. They went to his house and he wasn't there. The next day, the police called me back and they'd found his body. He was murdered by one of his neighbors and I had to testify at the trial. What do you think? That's a good twist. Right. That actually sounds like something. Yeah. That like, sounds fucked up. Realistic. There's no way. That sounds like I believe that, yeah. Yeah, like I, I believe that. It's, it's, like that, it's, that has foundations in truth. Oh, I have a really good short one. Um, this one's kind of funny. At 25, I owned an illegal casino boat in Key West, Florida, and I now owe the government $5 million. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a series of unfortunate events to me. I mean... If he said that he was in Florida, I actually kind of believe that. Anything in Florida is possible. <laughs> That's the land of the free. That is like... Like that in Texas. Yeah, like if you want like true freedom... You go, go there. Go to Florida for like a weekend and you won't like... You won't be the same. No. No, you I've, won't. I've spent a lot of time in Florida. I'm not the same. No, it uh, it scars you. Or Too you much mean. time in, the, in, in right, Florida. I have, a good one. I have a good one. Yeah, what you got? I could have nearly burned down my house. I could have nearly burned my house down all because I wanted buffalo wings for dinner. <laughs> backstory. So a little backstory where I grew up, there's not a restaurant chain based on my hometown, not to mention for privacy reasons, which was a pizzeria. Like most pizzerias, they offered chicken wings. So this is where we cue in the main story. The most eventful night I had this year. So one of my dad's coworkers, they worked for a company which develops eye medical stuff in case you were wondering, brought in Buffalo Wild Wings for lunch and he gave them to my dad and for me. I could have had chicken nuggets or just normal chicken meal to eat for dinner. At around 5.10, my dad picked me up from grandpa's house. I did that because both of my parents work and they didn't want to hire a babysitter. I noticed that he had a styrofoam container with aluminum foil to preserve it. I waited for my dad to get in the car and asked him, hey dad, what's in the box from insert pizzeria name? It's Buffalo Wings. Where I grew up, you were looked down upon if you didn't like buffalo wings. So I was, of course, going to have them for dinner. It took about two minutes to head back to our house. And then my dad took in the wings, so I got ready to microwave them. Before we go any further, let me just say something. If you combine a microwave with aluminum foil, it does not end well. So me being an idiot 12-year-old forgot to remove the foil. And then I heard my dad yell, don't start the microwave. I kept walking like it didn't matter. But in the split second that I put the two-by-two together and ran like Sonic the Hedgehog to the microwave when I heard a spark. My younger sister saw the spark and yelled at me to do something. Thankfully, it was only there for six seconds, so it didn't cause much damage except for the styrofoam container. A little hole was punctured in it. I then had an adrenaline rush for 20 minutes. Believe it or not, I didn't get punished because my parents said I couldn't learn from my mistakes. I told my friend about this 20 minutes before finishing the post as his reactions made sense. TLDR, aluminum foil and microwaves can end you. His, so his his parents didn't discipline him because they knew he wouldn't learn. Yeah. That's sad. 
Yeah, that's I mean, just like, that's that they've given up. Because when okay, so <laughs> when you read the title, you think like okay, this kid's about to like commit arson because he didn't get his fucking chicken wings. But then like <laughs> I don't know, I've done stuff like that, or I've like oh, done, yeah, me too. Done stupid shit like that. The fact that his parents gave up. Yeah, they were like at age twelve. Yeah, there's no hope. What? That's ridiculous, bro. What That's fuck? ridiculous. All right, you go ahead. I got a good one. I I got a good one. Um, and this one I can smell some BS in. So I've had numerous wild creatures come up to me at random times with absolutely no fear. In college, I was walking through the woods and stretched between my dorm and football field where I parked my car. There was a clearing that overlooked a field and the track team was practicing. My roommate was a vaulter, so I stopped to watch for a little bit and I leaned up against a tree. I had an apple in my purse and eventually I felt this little nudge. A fawn had come up and just sniffed me. I saw a mama deer um, a few feet away. Very slowly, I reached into my bag and a baby bound and the baby bounded away. I took the apple and set it on the ground and walked away really slowly. Later that afternoon, I was cutting through the woods again, and the apple was still there, but with bites out of it. So I've been hiking um, and had squirrels and bunnies come up to me with no issue. Birds will land near me and not fly away. It's pretty awesome, but it'll only happen when I'm alone. I don't Uh... tell anyone. It's like my own little secret, and I may actually be Snow White. Yeah. Is she Snow White? Either that or she forgot to take her meds. One of the two. I I mean, okay. I don't believe that, really. Actually, I've had... Same deal. I mean, I've had animals just come up to me before, too. I actually have a picture and a video of... Baby deer, right? Yeah, this baby deer that just came up to me. And I had to... Like, it would not cross the road without me there. Its mom was across the road but it didn't follow for whatever reason so i was skateboarding by and i saw this and i pulled out well i like kind of crap crash landed into the grass next to it it didn't go in anywhere and and so i i was like all right what's like what's going on um and this little dude was just chilling there and i put up my hand and he sniffed it and licked it and and you know deer tongue is a strange feeling um i remember that but you know, he didn't run away. He wasn't scared. And I think if, you know, cause fear is a learned fear is fear is learned, you know, like oh, yeah. we, when we're young and we're babies, we, we're not afraid of a lion, but we're taught no. to be afraid of a lion. So no, and this deer wasn't taught to be afraid of people. No, not yet. It was so young, but it's mama was watching me and I was watching her and I oh, was yeah, like, mama deer will fuck you up. If oh, you she'll like. fuck me up. No doubt um and so i was i started to like you know kind of like motion for the deer to come you know come with me across the road and it started to and then i got to the middle of the road and it like kept it like caught up to me you know it picked up the pace and i walked it across the road and you know then i walked it up the hill and its mama was just standing there looking at me and i was like looking at the mama deer and i was like this is legit yeah. Like I was super stoked. And then the 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 baby deer just ran off to his mama. But 
I found that to be really cool. And I, that's one of the most, one of the specialist experiences I've had in my life for sure. You know, one of the oh, most yeah. touching, you know, because I felt, I felt in tune with nature. I felt like I was one with everything. And that's something I love to hold on to is yeah. that I'm one with everything in nature, you know? I feel like that because, you know, we're, we're humans, we're animals, dude. Yeah, we're, we're, just, all connected to that. we're taught to be human. That's what it is. But I don't know. That's that's one of that's my I mean, personal story. My uh, aunt kind of does something similar where like if she sees a turtle in the middle of the road, like, I remember being like 12 years old and she like slams on the brake suddenly and she's like, there's a turtle in the middle of the road. And it's like, we got to go save it. So we literally get pull over, get out in the middle of the car with traffic going by. Yeah. Or any cars coming our way, literally picks up the turtle, puts it on the side of the road that it was trying to get to and then like drove off. Dude, I tell you what, every like, okay, so when I first got my like, my, my learner's permit, I was driving and um, I was on 250 West. And I saw this thing that was like in the middle of the road, and I couldn't quite make out what it was this little, little speck. And I was like, what's that? And I subconsciously drifted towards it. And then all of a sudden, I got close to it. And then like, I heard a pop under the car. <laughs> it was a turtle. And I felt so bad. I felt so bad, dude. I, I felt awful. Um, but every time I see a turtle, I mean, in the neighborhood I live in, there's turtles everywhere. So I always get out and I always help them across. And dude, this one time I was like, I almost near the Ravana River. And I looked on the side of the road. There is this enormous snapping turtle. That was like, it's like the color of my car. It was enormous, like dusty looking thing, just like on the edge of the road. And I was like, there is no way those things actually live here. I didn't know that like alligator snapping turtles lived where we live in the river. I mean, that thing was like huge, it's at least four feet long. I mean, it's like, it was, it was, it was thick too. It's ridiculous. Big, Big fucking thing. Yeah. Have you have any wild encounters with animals? Uh, not really. I remember one time I was up running and a fox ran by my feet. Like I felt its fur and it scared the shit out of me. Dude, yeah. It was just like, I just heard the the pitter patter of its paws and then mm-hmm. it like brushed my leg and I was like, oh. Dude, yeah. Um, When when we lived downtown, my dad, he was out in the yard and near the compost and this raccoon, big raccoon just like walked across his feet. Or no, it was, it was a skunk. It literally oh, walked yeah. across his feet. And it was, they're colored similarly. But, um, yeah, that was ridiculous. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, like, I've touched sea turtles and, like, I've, I've, I surf with dolphins, like, pretty yeah. regularly. And like, dolph- with, with dolphins and sharks and, like, the dolphins, they'll come up to you. And, yeah. like, I was paddled out amongst the dolphins. And, you know... I've seen dolphins surfing in waves, um, like right where I'm at. And I've been out there and I've been amongst a pod of dolphins and it's so cool. Yeah. It's a neat, um, neat experience. I, I love nature. I'm, it, I, I feel this, this, this like special connection with it, you know, yeah. but yeah. So I, anyway, all right, back to Reddit. back to Reddit. What you got? Okay. So- <laughs> This one's called a uh, public jizz. Oh, good lord! 
Did it happen okay, in Florida? So I was working cashier today, and I noticed this one girl who wore leggings walk into the store. I didn't really pay much attention to her. Anyways, there's this huge line in my register, and I noticed the girl from before. Usually when people leave the store, if they paid or not, I tell them to have a good day. I turned around to tell her this. I noticed white, dried jizz stain on her right ass cheek. I'm not too sure if it happened at her store or not, but I couldn't tell her about the stain as she was through the second set of motion-activated doors, and I had at least five people in my line. I felt really bad not telling her, but I have no clue what to do in that situation. That's entirely possible. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're, <laughs> I think we're finding that most of these are pretty pretty possible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Oh, that's just... You know, have you ever walked into, like, anywhere in public and, like, either your hair wasn't fixed right or your clothing had some sort of, like, stain on it? Yeah. Um, or, you know, <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing, but I, <laughs> apparently one time I had mashed potatoes in my hair. <laughs> you I, I didn't know. I didn't know. How the fuck did you get mashed? I don't know. How I got. There? I don't know how I got there, dude. I don't know how I got there, but it did. And then somebody was like, "Hey, yo, you got," and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like I was, I was very embarrassed. Like, yeah, dude. Oh my gosh, dude. One time it was so bad. Like I was skateboarding and I, I got a cup of coffee and I was, you know, I hit a, I hit a bump, like really bad, and I like launched forward. And I spilled coffee all over my white shorts. Oh, I think you told me about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And all over my coat. My coat was ripped up. And my sunglasses, dude, I had to buy a new pair. But like my sunglasses, the entire, like both lenses were just completely just like, obliterated. Up. It was ridiculous. But anyway, yeah. Oh, nice. Danes, have you ever walked in anywhere and like something been off about your appearance? Uh, I remember I, um, I had like, I'm trying to think like, cause I've had it to where like one time I like, I brushed my teeth, but like didn't get all the food out. And there was like pieces of like food in my teeth. that were like mm-hmm. covering most of like my, like two front teeth. And you look uh, like a hillbilly. Yeah, like a little bit, or like I remember my um, I had like a hole, I like the like in like the ass crack of like my shorts. And I didn't notice oh, until like dude. later on. I was walking around in public with that on, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> shit. dude!" And finally, like I took them, I like got home and I took them off, and I looked, and I was like, "Oh, fuck!" <laughs> it just didn't look good, dude. No, oh my gosh, I remember one time I was skateboarding and. I was going down this massive hill and like, as I got to the bottom, I bent my knees and my uh-huh. shorts ripped all the way down the side, yeah. exposing everything. everything. And I was like a quarter, like a good, it was like a quarter mile from home. And so I, I had to like march up this hill holding my pants. Oh dude. In high school. I remember uh-huh. one time like that happened to me. Like my shorts just like up and ripped, and I was, and I was like, dude, no, I think, I think didn't you? I think I remember that day actually. Yeah, it like, was a bad day. 
um my shorts ripped and i was like oh shit what am i gonna do so i was in a like digital imaging class or whatever and i asked my oh, teacher yeah. i was like hey do you have any safety pins or whatever and she's like yeah, i got you so i, I like stitched it up oh. it was um it was ridiculous that sounds pretty well i, I, I remember yeah. I remember the other like a week ago or whatever. I was wearing these like new, like not new jeans, but you remember those jeans that I got for like ten bucks at fucking Old Navy? Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like, I was good. I was going home that night, and I had to like go. I think I had to like help my friend out with like groceries or something. And fucking, I sit down in my car, and I notice there's like a little hole in them. And I'm like, okay, yeah, like maybe they were a little worn down or whatever. And then I move my leg just a little bit, and then all of a sudden, it's here oh no and it is this like dude. massive gash of like and it was like oh. right through the crotch so you can oh. see like my underwear and i'm like in my car like dude. just sitting there and i'm like oh you know what i'm just gonna cover this shit up and then i yeah. fucking i was like Fuck dude, this, that's why you have duct tape in your car at all times yeah <laughs> that's ridiculous dude, that's nuts dude, man fucking ridiculous all right, you got another one? Oh, yes, sir. Struck by lightning. Um, so on my way home from school about seven years ago, I was sitting at a very busy intersection waiting to turn left. It was very gloomy outside. All of a sudden, it sounded and felt like the back of my car exploded. It was also so quick and very bright um, that it flashed in my rearview mirror, and I panicked. I noticed immediately after this, after the stoplight stopped working and it began to rain. I looked out in the distance and I saw a lightning strike. I also looked on either side of me where there had been a ton of traffic and everyone was staring at me. And I was like, dude, I got struck by lightning. So some dude claimed to be struck by lightning. Yeah. But like a ton of people saw it. Not like the, the the animal lady where nobody was around. Yeah, like see stuff like that where if there's like another person that could back it up. Mm-hmm. Although there's another one about people backing up. Um, hmm. let's see. Never mind. It was something about his like. Oh, in college, I had a bunk bed with a desk under my under it. Um, I was in bed reaching for my, my cell phone on my desk, and I lost my balance. I fell off the bed, did a full flip, and landed perfectly in a sitting position in my chair, unharmed. My roommate witnessed everything, but nobody believed us. What the fuck? So he, like... He fell out of his bed and landed perfectly in his chair. <laughs> I mean, that's ideal right there. What the fuck? Here. Oh. If you you got one? Here. I'm looking through I'm looking through my list. Uh, I got another one while you're waiting. Alright. I've been in 25 car wrecks. I've gotten frozen to, I've nearly frozen to death and burned to death in the same night. I've been homeless three times. I grew up in 13 families. 
or in a family of 13 rather can't read i climbed an abandoned forestry tower with a girl once we watched a storm pass to the south then watched a set of fireworks go off on the fourth of july right after that she fell asleep on my lap i covered her with my shirt and sat freezing all night that morning i dropped her off at her house and never saw her again all the <laughs> same dude whoa that's tragic <laughs> that's sucks but also sounds like maybe it's not the most truthful thing in the world yeah i don't i don't really know i mean yeah dropping a girl off and not seeing her again yeah, that happens. Yeah. 25 car X is a lot. A family of 13. Unusual, but not out of and wait, wait, wait. family of 13. Oh, yeah. that's that's BS. That's like that's too perfect. Family of 13. 13, 13 people. Like been homeless three times. Nearly frozen. Like, to the death. Tri- like there's too much like trifecta or like perfect numbers in it. 20. yeah it, it does kind of seem like like a one-night stand with a girl where they watch fourth of july fireworks and a storm pass on the other side on the same night in a watchtower been yeah. homeless three times let's grow up in a family of 13 been yeah. in 25 car x nearly frozen to death and burned to death in the same night i don't know i don't know i'm gonna call bs on that one yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call I, I don't I think there there might be an exaggeration of a lot of things going on there. Sure. What you got? On the high school page. Oh, here we go. The craziest weekend of my life. It was my junior year of high school when I was on the wrestling team. We had two we had a big two day tournament about two hours from where we lived, and the entire team was there. So Friday, the day of the tournament comes, with the entire team obviously gets out of class early. We get on the bus and head over two hours to the motel. My mom's extremely involved with the team. The coaches weren't going to, you know, yada, yada, yada. The school said before we left, he wasn't going to be uh, first day of the tournament. Comes in later, don't worry. So after everyone gets weighed in and stuff, we ate like crazy and we all get settled. Matches begin. I got bites throughout the entire day. So six or more hours pass, and it's time to go back to the motel for the night. We get on the bus, and that's where it starts to get crazy. One of the ACs are on the phone with Domino's trying to get the team some food. We get back to the motel, and the assistant coach stands at the front of the bus. Listen, food is screwed up. There's a two-hour wait for pizza. That's too late. I think to myself, nah, do you really think so? He says what we can do. He sees what we can do. We all go to my rooms, and me and my roommates, we're going to call them Z, B, and S. We're actually pretty chill. Z, who was the head coach's son, declared that he was going to go shower first, which I take objection with. He beat me in a foot race to the shower and I locked the door. So I go to my mom's motel room to ask about dinner. She offers up to go to Wendy's for the team, but I wasn't sure because money-wise, that would be a fucking nightmare. But it turns out she didn't have to because ordered from different Domino's and the assistant coach ordered from different Domino's. I go back to my room and hop in the shower. As soon as I got out of the shower, I noticed that Z is gone. I get ready to ask SMB where he is, but before they can answer, Z comes rushing to the door with a Dunkin' Donuts bag in his hands. Looking out the window of our hotel room, sure enough, there's a Dunkin' Donuts right across the street, and apparently Z was the only one who wasn't the only one that went over there. Half the team had gone over there from what I had heard. Where's the Dunkin' Donuts? I look at Z as if to incriminate him without directly snitching on him. 
I think both the assistant coaches knew all along who wanted to test the team's honesty. The pizza comes and the coaches summon the team to the coaches' motel room meeting there. Z stays in our room. They summon the kids that don't go to Dunkin' Donuts first. We eat the pizza and talk about the tournament. Then some of the kids that broke the rules went across the street and go straight for the pizza, but the assistant coach stops them. You guys went to Dunkin' Donuts, right? Uh, you can eat a smucker. And then basically it just goes on like, you know, the assistant coach is like, oh, you can't have any pizza because you were lying. And then after a couple minutes, we get ready to head back to our room. But before we do, the first assistant head coach gives us the donuts that he confiscated from the guys that snuck over Dunkin' Donuts. So like rewarding like the honest kids with the stuff. Yeah. So then bedtime rolls around, which is also around the time that the head coach shows up. This can only go so well. I'm in the last one of my room to fall asleep. Right when I start to doze off, I hear banging on, a door, on our door. I immediately thought, oh, no, this isn't going to be good. Sure enough, when I opened the door, the head coach was there, and he wasn't ha- happy. Get up. Head coach was absolutely fucking enraged. He was going around in everyone's room doors and waking up the team, which they did not like in the least, but it was their own damn fault. Shouldn't have snuck across the street. One team member actually complained that head coach woke him up. Head coach was like, don't start with me. I'm not in the mood with y'all right now. His rage was extremely powerful and incredibly frightening. Head coach was very cool and a funny guy when he got, but when he got mad, there was only two things he needed to do: pray and steer clear of him, unless you were the object of his anger, in which case you were pretty much screwed. I wake up my roommates and tell them that head coach is furious. Once the team is outside, it's after midnight at this point and thirty degrees, mind you. He chooses out the entire team, even though some of the people didn't even know about it. I don't exactly remember what he or the team said. But this is about as close as I can get it. Head coach. So obviously we don't know how to act, right? Team. Yes, we do, coach. So then why are we acting like a bunch of bananas? This is all according to the page. Hmm. Uh, who went across the street to Dunkin' Donuts? All that went raised their hand. I have half a mind to call y'all's parents up and come pick y'all up and take them home. No, coach. I'm going to think about it. Y'all will know tomorrow. Yes, coach. You better run off every TV, every light, every cell phone and go to bed. Do y'all understand me? Go to bed. With that, the head coach storms off, rightfully furious. He's going to pull. Uh, morning comes, and my roommates and I are talking about the night before. B says that he's pretty sure we're not wrestling and that we're probably heading home that morning. I don't remember what S said, but I know he said something. Z was pretty much silent. We head to the motel restaurant, and we eat breakfast, and all anyone can talk about is the night before. Head coach decides to let us wrestle that day, but warns of punishment for the entire team. Because he's head coach, he's a firm believer in collective punishment. Fast forward to the end of the day, I lost both my matches, knocking me out of the tournament. It was double elimination. Some of our team members won championships in their respective weight classes. We got on the bus, and head coach stands in front of the bus and addresses the team. Okay, all in all, not a bad tournament. He goes into what we could have done better and how we can improve. Head coach, the coach was tough but cool. He took his car all the way up there, so obviously he wasn't going to be able to ride with the team. See you guys on Monday. Then he reminds us of the night before and the punishment that awaits. And the people... That went to Dunkin' Donuts. I'll definitely be sending a scene on Monday. We head back to school. My grandparents are waiting for me to pick up in the pickup line. I went to McDonald's on the way home. I know athletes aren't supposed to eat that stuff like me, but we busted our asses, so don't judge. Monday's practice comes down, and we had to run sprints down our halls, long hallway, nicknamed the hallway of pain for the first half of practice. For the second half of practice, we had to go wall sits and starts, hence the name. <coughs> Excuse me. After pre- uh, da, 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 da. okay, so that one's pretty. Never mind. I get yeah. I know. Oh. <laughs> it's that it was, was yeah. It, okay. Yeah. I, 
Yeah, coaches are tough. Yeah, I mean that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was eating at Chipotle when someone flies their helicopter there, parks it in the parking lot, gets out, gets a burrito, and then takes off in his helicopter. What the fuck? Yeah, so you're just sitting there, you know, munching on a burrito, having a good Tuesday. And all of a sudden, this guy comes down from the sky in a helicopter, and he goes in, orders a burrito, gets out, and flies away. Some rich people shit, bro. I can imagine. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, you're just chilling there, minding your business, and all of a sudden, you see, whoosh. Yeah. That'd be ridiculous, bro. We got to wrap this up soon. I got a test to get to. All right. Uh, Want to move into our quote dude moment? Let's do it. Quote dude moment. What we got? What we got? All right. All right. All right. Oh, what should be your quote? Um, ah, I have a good one if you don't right. have one. Yeah, go for it. Determine the thing that shall be done. And then we shall find a way from Abraham Lincoln. He's like, yo, dude, if you want something, carve your own path, make it happen. Hmm. So that's good advice. Yeah. I'd say from the man and himself, but there you go. All right. Um, Andy, uh, who, who or what is your dude of the week? Uh, Probably my car for getting me to and from uh, school and home over the last, you know, few weeks. Yeah, old yeah. Olivia holding up. Wasn't, for you. Yeah, she wasn't treating me well before, but you know, and now she's starting to come back. And that's good. You know, it, it was good though. Like, yeah, I'm really glad that I can rely on that thing. That's good. I gonna that's kill good. me. I mean. Granted, it wasn't the easiest time coming up because um, yesterday because I hydroplaned twice. No, and I like and the car just like completely like came out from underneath me and I, I moved the wheel but it didn't do anything. That's so not. I good. was like, and it, it only lasted for like a few seconds, but I was like, whew, whew. Yeah, that's scary, dude. You want to talk about some like some bullshit? Yeah, that's some bullshit, bro. You need to get like, some all-wheel drive going on. You need to get to a Subaru. Where it was like, because that's one of those moments where like you cannot do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's terrifying. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. Uh, let's see. My dude of the week is. I had a three day weekend. Easter Sunday was great. I What'd got up. I just moseyed outside. I took a walk. I went to the beach, I surfed, it was awesome. And then I went around and then I went back, watched the sunset, chilled, it was awesome. So Sunday was great. Yeah. Um, Andy, what was your moment of the week? Uh, Probably almost burning down the woods like two or three times. Apparently, Imagine. fire marshals aren't supposed to drink on the job, so you know. Oh, okay, all right. And I made the mistake of trusting two, like a sixteen-year-old and a fourteen-year-old, to maintain a fire while what I was you, gone for no more. 
it was like are you five in a cult? minutes, and I, I was like, hey, I'm going to go back and get another bold rock. Don't, like, let it What were you out doing out there, dude? <laughs> I was just sitting there, and it was fine before, and then all of a sudden, I hear my dad say, where the fuck is Andrew? And I uh... look, and there's just this wall of flames, and I'm like, oh, no. So I'm <laughs> down there with bold rock in hand, and they're like, you're supposed to be watching it. You're supposed to be, and I'm like, I'm sorry. It's hilarious, bro. And it's nice. like, I'm sorry for almost making the property value go down. <laughs> Be like that sometimes, man. Yeah. They do. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. My moment of the week. Did I tell you about me almost dying like last yeah. week from surfing? Did I say that on the yeah. pod? Yeah, you told it. You said oh, okay. it on the pod. Yeah. I, I just oh, with like the spikes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was gnarly. Anyway um moment of the week other than that just um just the nice sunny warm days we've been having here it's they're, they're, they're just so pleasant and um actually I'm, I'm really looking forward to coming back and everything and i was just thinking about that and getting stoked on summer um yeah. you know i miss it and i miss you know having the just a, a peaceful tranquil environment and I'm really, yeah. really stoked for that. So not having to worry about yeah, you know, being in school and whatnot. Yeah. And people and whatever. <laughs> it's nice. But yeah. So that about wraps it up. Any final words until later this week? Uh, I, I don't think so. All right. Radical. Well, thank you all for listening to another episode of the Musings of Men podcast. Um, hit us up on Instagram at the musings of men. We're growing there a little bit every day and, um, yeah, until next time, stay stoked. Be good later. All right, see you.